Blackberry candy cane. People get cut. It's life. Film's a collaborative medium. I'll send you a cup and paybacks a bitch. Together forever. I'm feeling clear. We are the weirdos. I am a god. I'm not going to lie, I have been looking forward to this all fucking year. So maybe we should just, maybe we should jump in because I, I do need to tell you, like, this has been, I have been fantasizing about this mini-sode. Like, I have been, like, actively thinking about it since we made the first one. Oh, yeah, I'm sure your discard pile from last year was simply jam-packed. I can't with- even, t- I... So, as you know, I have made a Christmas mix, like mix CDs, every year since 2004. And each one has like 21, 22 songs. So just imagine what those playlists look like after 15, 20 years. Yeah. Wild. The amount of music that's in here, in this brain. (laughs) I And and last time I really went to just like, I really wanted listeners to have a good time. And so it was like, okay, Christmas Macarena, Jules Hands. Like, Uh I just need... Everybody to know how ridiculous some of this stuff was. That's right. The Christmas hands. The Christmas hands. God. Her hands are small. She knows. But they're not yours. They are her own. They're her own. Yes. By the way, highly recommend watching the live version where there's like an orchestra that joins her. It's like right up there with Mandy Moore singing for the president. So. (laughs) But this year I was like, okay, there are some of my legit favorite songs of all time. Okay. Are from the aughts era. Right. And. Naturally. You know me. I love Sad Christmas. Yeah. Ooh, it might be it might be a sad mix this year between the two of us, Sam. Will it? Okay, it because might, it might be a turned turned down mix. I I have come prepared with much more. Like obviously we're gonna do our five each. I've come with extras so that way I can try and pair my choice with your choice. Yeah. But know that I am fully prepared to go sad Christmas on this. Obviously, this is like my whole year. Sad Christmas yeah. is my EP. That's yeah. what I'm doing to raise money. And also, it is my aesthetic, and it is where I'm at right now. So I am ready to have all of the Christmas feels firmly planted in the aughts with yeah. you, friend. I and I like it's not it's not all of my choices, but it's I think it's most. Yeah. So we'll 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 see how you uh, react on your feet to to my suggest. So does that mean do you want to be the one to start it? Well, I or feel do like you want to answer to after me? I answer think to my suggestion. I started it last year, and I think okay. it's only fair that okay. you start this year because if I started this year, it would just be there's only one song to start a Christmas mix with at this point. I'm not even going to say it. So <laughs> I'm just going to say I am going to volley to you as okay. the as you go number one. Okay, I am going to go with it's a it's a later entry. It's a 2001 entry. So for, or 2011, sorry, 2011, first song on the 2021 Christmas mix, Justin Bieber's Mistletoe. Wow. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe. I don't want to miss out on the holiday, but I can't stop staring at your face. I should be playing in the winter snow. Which I think what a is moment it, that song one was. of at least like a half a dozen songs that is basically I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Oh my God, you're totally right. Yes. Like, and why are there so many of them? Why, we have, it was not too long ago, a song came on, something we were either watching or a song was playing and I was like, this is just Jason Mraz, yeah. right? And you were like, yes, this is Jason Mraz. This like, happens all the time. 
Raz, like, the accidental blueprint for anything with an acoustic guitar in the 2000s? Like, you know there's did like he only, just become that? Like, there are only, like, eight stories in the world or whatever, and Shakespeare's written them all, and then we've all yeah. done different versions. Maybe Jason yeah. Raz. There are only, like, eight songs in the world, and Jason Raz has done all of them. Jason Mraz, and somehow it wasn't anybody who came before him. No. It's, it was Music, him. actually, music started with Jason Mraz. Jason Mraz apparently invented music. That's it. I did, I was, when I was reviewing the hits of Justin, I, I really thought he should be an important part of, because, like, we didn't, he didn't get any last year. And this is in his, like, this is early Justin. Well, yeah. like, like, laterly Justin. So he doesn't look like a baby anymore, but he does look like a very hot lesbian oh yes this is the era yes. of lesbians, lesbian who look bieber. like justin justin bieber.tumblr.com yes oh my that god is totally this right. justin like hard femme bieber and i mean what does that say about what do we think that says about the legions of sweaty girl believers that they were like they were like lusting for this tiny lesbian archetype I mean, what I love about that is that you just took Justin Bieber and made it queer. Obviously, it was because bringing up that Tumblr, I cannot believe I forgot about that. Oh, also, man. being early era Bieber, but without being like, like too early era, like yeah, you know, a lot not of times like with baby, 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 about, baby. Oh, where his like he can't exactly. even hit that false those falsetto notes anymore. Like Britney has a Christmas song, but that came out literal year, like way before anything else she did. And so that was obviously right. recorded as like some junk song and then we do it later. It's like a lot of a lot of artists have Christmas songs that were like recorded very early in their career and yeah. then they just kind of make their way out on it and now that's what I call Christmas. Yeah, like a like a pre Katy Perry, Katy Perry situation where yes. she was putting out music mm-hmm. but she was Catherine something or whatever her what what was what is her born name? Oh god, I forget. Not important. But, but what it'll, I will it'll surface say, in this conversation. I don't even want to look it up. I want to try and remember. What I what I will say though is that this is like right pre like this is just on the verge of before Justin Bieber was making like that like hot dance music era. Yeah. Like where he pulled a Justin Timberlake. I remember <laughs> yeah. specifically this was like the eve of that and you hear hints of it on his album. So great, great number one track. Yeah. And I'm, it is and starting upbeat, starting upbeat. And I will I will meet you at at an upbeat but like slight sting kind of song. Yeah. But I'm not not with, in the club. But not, not in, in the club. This is not in the club, but <laughs> it is in the venue. It like, is. This, yeah. is, this is a place. This is in Chain Reaction. This is at, you know, there are like 200 people in a room and they're mm-hmm. all wearing eyeliner. Yeah, yeah. This song is You'll Shoot Your Eye Out by Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Now, Yule, don't be fooled. As in Y-U-L-E. Yule Log. One awkward silence and two hopes You cry yourself to sleep Staying up, waiting by the phone And all I want this is for you to dedicate your Do not be fooled, this song did not come out in 2009 Like everything says on the internet This is a 2002 song that was available on a compilation that you could get at Hot Topic A full um, seven years difference? Why Why does it say 2009? What is that? I, I think it was released later as like a single or a compilation or something like that. Mm-hmm. But but this other compilation, like, which by the way has a uh, daddy, I saw daddy kissing Santa Claus and it was like oh. about, and it turns into a threesome. So it starts out as kind of being like queer shamey. And then at the end, it's like, actually mommy's in on it. So cool. Okay, Anyways, great. that's why I got the album. And then on it is 
you'll shoot your eye out, which which uh, honestly inspired a lot of the music that I do because in the song it's like very tongue in cheek. It's he's dragging this person who ruined his Christmas, and it's it's really biting. The lyrics are funny, and look, I am not actually a believer, despite the fact that I look like Pete Wentz in the mid two thousands. I Fall Out Boy never comes up with you. That's I was not, not a you. Fall Out Boy fan. The well, only... and this is two thousand two. This is not far apart from the sugar we're going down timeline. No. This is just on like like Justin Bieber, like that was just on the eve of Sexy Bieber. Yeah. This is just on the eve of Sugar We're Going Down. So what what is cool about this track is it I think there is nothing quite like it. Like you definitely mm. have to hear it lyrically, but it also will get stuck in your head. That said Which does make sense because like Fallout Boy, whether you like them or not, they were a very specific take on the pop punk landscape yes. of that era. They were a they were a very theatrical take yeah. on that genre that of theatrical music. Is they a were perfect they word. were they had an identity. They had an identity that was distinctly like ornate and sort of over the top compared to which is why Panic at the Disco is also like a circus it's, because they are the progeny of Fall Out Boy. It is hard to put a Fall Out Boy song at number 2 just because of what we know now about the pop punk era and how all of them wrote songs about 15 year old girls. And so it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. All right. I'm looking at like what I, what I'm, I'm projecting out what I want my closer to be. So I'm looking at my other songs. You know what? Let's go with a cover. Oh, we will go with 2007's cover of last Christmas sung by Taylor Swift. Wow. Truly one of the most lifeless covers anyone's ever sung. This is, this might as well be an Emma Roberts cover. Oh wow, those are fighting words. This might I mean, as well if you all be. have heard the Aquamarine soundtrack, Emma Roberts and and the weakest hip hip to ever yeah. cover a Weezer song, you have to hear her is, holiday. This is this is this is full head of curls, Taylor. This is in 2007. This would be at most um Fearless. Okay. We're past the debut album. I think we're in the Fearless era now. And so second album, still more country on the pop punk spectrum, on the pop country spectrum than, than pop. And really, really still coming into her voice. Okay. Like part of, Taylor Swift is one of my favorite voices of all time. And it's not because she's one of the best voices of all time. She has, I am so impressed by and proud of her vocal maturation, which you can hear so openly on the Taylor versions because obviously we're hearing a 30-year-old woman singing instead of- You know I'm here for that. Of, you know I love instead that. Instead of a 16, 17-year-old girl singing. And so it is, I like the purity, the purity of young Taylor that comes through in this gossamer thin cover of Last Christmas by, I mean, George wow. Michael- voice of an angel like what a beautiful and that song 
and modern, iconic Christmas pop song. And then it was just like, good idea. And then it's all in the execution. But now with the Taylor versions out, it feels like early Taylor feels like a time capsule of her. And so I want to put the time capsule of early Taylor in her early Taylor baby voice in the mix with this too. Because that was a vital time. We can't forget it. You know what's fun about this choice is that it knocks out both uh, the opportunity for me to play Ashley Tisdale's Last Christmas and the XX's Last Christmas, both completely (laughs) different versions, but very distinct to who they are. And I'm happy about it. I feel like this is the exact right move for this moment. It's Taylor's read thin version of Last Christmas. Absolutely A wisp of a song. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Great. And it like it's good to remember where we came from. And, you know, it's it's nice to it's nice to be able to chart Taylor from 07 last Christmas to 14 minute all too well. I I, I am changing. Okay, you know what? Pivoting because yeah. I think yeah. what would pair perfectly with Taylor Swift's Last Christmas is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2008's winter song. Um, Sarah Barry Ellis and Ingrid Michaelson. I was so hoping. I in my heart, I knew you were gonna. You I almost wrote down Winter Song, and then I was like, No, Sam's gonna do Winter Song. Yeah, Sam's you gonna- know, I cannot. I cannot pass on this song. This is this is the most friends. This is the most emotional Christmas song to ever exist. This song is. It doesn't utter the word Christmas, and yet it and embodies yet- every tear you have ever shed during December. Is love Ellis is truly one of my favorite vocals. She has the most like crystalline, healthy. My friend Jason once described her singing voice as so healthy. And I was like, Jason, that's a perfect description. It is just clear as a bell, resonant. Yes. And in this harmonizing with Ingrid Michaelson, I sing this song when I am alone in my car, like I am performing it. Like, like I am emotionally. Yeah, we're here live. You have, you're, you're telling a story. Yeah, like I am I am doing the stage performance of Winter Song alone in my car because I can't just like sing along with my head moving. I have to like embody the Winter Song. Now tying it with Ots, I will say it appeared in an episode of Scrubs. It appeared in an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy, but okay, yeah. Most importantly, it appeared on a Starbucks exclusive uh, <laughs> Hotel, Hotel Cafe Presents Winter Songs uh, it was like a CD that you could buy there and it had like a bunch of different artists and there are a ton of really good ones. Like and highly it, recommend Maybe Next Year by Miko. So guys, if you can track down this old CD, I highly, highly recommend it. There is a great cover of this song by Leslie Odom Jr. that came out a couple years ago. The remix, not so much. This, But, but his <laughs> first cover of it. So yeah, this song tops for me. Winter song is so good. It's so good. Like, we were talking about it with a friend recently, and then it inspired me to put it back on again after a while, and I have been playing it so much since then. Also, not enough duets with two women. And this one, here we go. Two power players of the odds. 
And just, and not in a fucking duets with Sarah Bareilles. What a vocal goddess. Can you oh, imagine I, I somebody being like, hey, uh, you're coming in today for a duet, but uh, Sarah's your partner. I would, my my ass would just fall out. I, uh, yeah. My body. I mean, <laughs> it, like, what do you even do? It would be, it would be like, oh, so, okay, so my... I will accompany her with applause, is what you're telling me. Yeah, I will. My job will be to congratulate Sarah Bareilles. And I got to say, Ingrid Michaelson shows the fuck up for this. So highly, highly recommend Winter Song. Okay. All right. So that's, I've done, I've done two, you've done two. So we are four. And so this would be five. This is our, what is is track five? Track five. I'm going to, oh, track five. I, I still really want to save that one for last. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sneak into the middle a personal favorite. This is a niche cut, I suspect. This is a personal favorite. Oh, I'm excited. It it makes me so happy. Okay. It it makes me emotional. <gasps> it is called, and you might know it since you lived there for I... a little while, Christmas by the Bay by Tim Hockenberry. Do you know this song? I do not know this song. Not shocked at all. I got Not shocked it. at all. Oh my God. The silver bells are ringing with each passing cable car. An Irish coffee greets us at the Buena Vista bar. The golden gate is glowing on this cool December night. In the city's highest towers shine Like presents wrapped in light I think I only heard, I would only hear it because I would be driving around in the car and listening to Bay Area Radio and they would play Christmas by the Bay, which is from 2003. And oh there's God. a line in the chorus where he says, Christmas by the bay, the fog's a memory to return again in May. And I, I love damn that. near tear up every single time I hear it. Like it references, it references like the dinging of the cable cars. Oh my God. It's talking about like getting Irish coffees, like it on Union Square. It it's is, talking about buying fresh produce from Berkeley Bowl. I'm just kidding. It is, it is. <laughs> I mean, it, that, that, that's like, that's definitely an upbeat spring song. That wow. One. I have it's, to hear this. It's a wonderful, if you've ever, any listeners out there uh, living in or from the San Francisco Bay Area, if you've ever had an emotional attachment to San Francisco, I think it will work for you. I, 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 you can, you can find it. It's streamable, but you know, you're not probably going to hear about it unless you go looking for it. You know, so I'm doing that niche cut, burying it right in the middle, just burying it right in the middle. When I lived in the Bay, I did listen to the radio, but here's the problem. I listened to the radio at Christmas for Delilah and Delilah only because at Christmas time, I put the sure. guys, if you don't know who Delilah is, she is a woman who will, who just a very monotone mid things. She has like 9,000 kids. She will. <laughs> And she will tell you the truth all the and time. And wasn't it, wasn't it like, wasn't it like Delilah? Yes. Like, didn't she have like a stinger like yes. that or something? Delilah. And you could call and dedicate any song. And I may have yeah. told the story on here before, but one time a woman called in to dedicate a song to their kid. And because the dad just left or the, oh. the stepdad just left. And Delilah was like, you know what? I'll play that song. But I'm going to play it for the kid and not you because you need to find 
better men and set healthy boundaries so they don't leave your kid. And then she played the fucking song. Mic drop. And and from that moment on, Delilah at Christmas. It is my dream. If I listen, if I strike out at everything else I do, right. I would love to be the queer Delilah. Call me up, friends. I got to recommend you. You'd be the barista. You'd be a barista by day and the queer Delilah by night. I think this is a perfect. I don't know that. Well, I don't know what that song sounds like. You're describing (laughs) a feeling that Mm -hmm. makes me think the next song is the live version Mm. of 2005's Just For Now by Imogen Heap. Why specifically the live version? Imogen. Wow. Now. Powerful stuff. The original song was recorded in 2004 because it was supposed to be on the OC and then they were like mm-hmm. uh, this is too dark so they went with two of her other tracks which by the way of course were huge then she yeah. put it on her own album in 2005 on Speak for Your- or Speak Yourself and then Speak, uh, yeah, yeah. and then uh, and everybody fucking ate it up and so I think they ultimately did end up putting it on the OC Christmas soundtrack but I can't remember didn't have mm-hmm. time to verify that because I just forgot and then uh, <laughs> but I think it's there anyways the Pentatonix cover it Kelly Clarkson covers it but most specifically, well, when Kelly Clarkson covers you, you know you're real. What is when Kelly Clarkson when covers Kelly Clarkson, you? It is you're not in the pantheon. This, listen, friends, if Kelly Clarkson covers your song, you are Christmas. You get it. You that, that are is a Christmas. Christmas. Award. So, because Pentatonix, maybe you're getting closer. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson, you're Christmas. You've achieved Christmas. I I asked what? um I asked of course friend of friend of the show friend of ours Margo recently uh, an acapella singer in her college years oh, if yeah. if acapella people did like pentatonix yeah do they because I I figured I figured it would be like a 50-50 chance either people would be like oh yeah pentatonix fucking rules or they'd be like oh those fucking posers okay apparently according to her they are beloved you among know what? acapella which I'm, I'm really kind, happy was, to hear that because I, I fucking was really love happy them. to hear it because I kind of I was leaning more toward people would be like jokes no yeah. way they're not for real like they're they're like they're a show choir man like they're not legit but like apparently they're well liked and i really really if the community is like oh no this is the real deal then you know you know it really is you're not just like a weekend warrior acapella fan. absolutely and you the last just have a crush on the acapella groups in your college to specify why the live version you can reference ariana grande's early 2010s video which i think was 2012 but she covered just for now in just like a youtube video and it's what you do is you press like basically it's one of those things that repeats so it's like she does one line repeats it sings it over herself another line repeats it so when she does it live it's just her singing over herself again and again using like a machine that that loops different parts of you over yourself so she's the one that kind of like brought that into the forefront yeah and now, that was her very and that's much her because of her deal. live version of it mm. so anyways that's why I go find the live one you're up baby well I think that I think Imogen Imogen I feel is a sleeper Christmas star because yes. I, was, I finally for the first time watched the holiday the other day of uh, Cameron Diaz Jack Black mm-hmm. Kate Winslet and such uh they use two different frou-frou songs in that what? movie Two? Two. Two. I was like, wow, someone was feeling this Somebody album loved the year. Garden State soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. I was like, okay, Christmas M- M- MVP, Imogen Heap. She really um, is. We we don't associate her enough with Christmas, and we should. 
And we should. We I should. wish you would make it, put out a dedicated Christmas album. Oh my god, are you kidding like, me? I I, I would. I, I almost thousand, threw this computer just now. Are you I kidding want a me? Thousand oh layers of Imogen Heap singing me Carol of the Bells. Oh my god, get the fuck out! I would. <laughs> I would live. Are, oh my god, I like. Like, can we manifest this? If all, we have all lead if there are and backup vocals by Imogen Heap. If you are a Christmas witch, will you please <laughs> yeah. cast some sort of spell? Because we need this album. Yeah, this would be so. This would be such a balm for the soul. <laughs> well, what okay. do you follow that with? What do you follow that with? Well, since you can't, I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna turn it down, yeah. and I'm gonna lean into the indie Christmas wave oh, of I the am 2000s. This. Oh yes, and I am gonna do. I heard the bells on Christmas Day by Pedro the Lion. Do you know this one, Sam? I do not, but I know Pedro the Lion. So tell me more about this song. It is, it's just, you know, it's a lonely little piano that starts out. And you just hear that man's almost like, it's like an indie rock singer, but a goose at the same time. Like there's something very throaty about the way he sings. This is a 2002 song. And it's just a gentle, I heard the bells on Christmas Day. And you just, like, you just start swaying with it, and it's just really peaceful, and it's just really pretty. And the 2000s were, I think there was, I think there was a a compilation album that was put out, I think it was called A Very Indie Rock Christmas, or like A Very Indie Christmas, and I, if this wasn't on it, this is like the spiritual encapsulation of it. So I'm gonna go with I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day by Pedro the Lion, because we were feeling indie christmas in the odds i fucking love that i okay if i could right now but i can't because i don't know what the song is called it would take too long if i could i would follow that up with a song from a screamo uh christmas mix uh that's about uh setting the table for your dead lover at christmas but we are gonna pass i am gonna move i know it is intense friends listen up next year i'm bringing it to the (laughs) minisode but for now Mm -hmm. i am gonna pair that with that was the worst Christmas ever by Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan Stevens. Now, yep. if, if you are of a certain age, and I mean specifically like, I guess what, 33 to 36? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Your, that micro Sufjan generation. Stevens, that micro generation. Your Christmas sounds like Sufjan Your Christmas has banjos. Yeah. So... <laughs> So Sufjan Stevens would release to his family one Christmas album every year or Christmas EP. And then he compiled um, the first five and put them out in a box set of CDs. Really? Yes. And oh. so one through five is avail- was available in 2006. Um, and on it, one of the songs was That Was the Worst Christmas Ever. So it actually isn't a 2006 song. It came from before that. Right. Um, yeah. Do but- we know specifically from when... The songs uh, were. Did he mention yes. that? Okay. He tells you. Wondering. He lists them like one, two, three, four, and five, and okay. each one is one year apart. Uh, and okay. so, but what's really fun is that's cool. If that you were, can trace the years of it. It's so fucking cool. And this song is about like uh, having a dysfunctional family at Christmas and a dad who throws your toys into the wood stove. So if you are, if you want to cry, oh. if you want to fucking feel it, listen yeah. to this song about Sufjan Stevens in the snow with the sister. What a moment. <laughs> What a day. Uh, Wow, what a life. You are going to have the feels. 
The thing I will add that's pretty cool and specific specific to the aughts is because Sufjan would mm. release these to just friends and family, people would salivate over the demos if they ever leaked onto Napster or online or anywhere, right? Like right, wherever we yeah. would LimeWire, wherever we got things. And so there are alt versions available, but they've all been almost they've almost all been scrubbed from the internet. Ah. Um, but there are other versions of these albums out there, and some of them are very very different. Like uh-huh. Christmas in the Room, the original, very different than the one that came out later. So anyways, Interesting. I will throw that out there. Uh, Sufjan Stevens, Christmas King for about 10 years, and then yeah. he hung up his crown. I wish there was another five. <laughs> I mean, uh, your your new Christmas original, uh, you're, you're good to me. I think it exists in the tradition oh of, of a Sufjan Christmas. Oh, thank you, friend. It exists that makes me feel in the so tradition good. of a Sufjan Christmas. Thank you. Absolutely. That, is, that makes me feel so accomplished. <laughs> wow. Oh, and I should add this because it's it is important about Sufjan. If you are a musician out there, you can cover most of his Christmas songs for free. I know if it was if it's really? on six through ten. He made all of his original music public domain. So that's how I got away with using Christmas in the Room in the Quiet Room. When oh, I shot the Quiet Room, one of the characters sings it to the other one. It's because it's public domain, technically, even though it's a Sufjan Stevens song, which wow. makes the Quiet Room actually a secret Christmas movie. What? I mean, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That that feels like it was inevitable. <laughs> like, I didn't know that, but I, of course, if you had asked you know. me, yeah. if you were like, hey, is quiet, you think a Quiet Room is a Christmas movie? I'd be like, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I have no evidence for this, but yes. But it is, yeah. Yeah. All right, what would you follow that with? All right, this is then, this this will be my, this is nine then. So this is my final pick, and I feel really good about it going as my final choice. It's going to exist in this trend that we're talking about here. It is the 2003 Perfect Little Jewel from the Weepies, (gasps) All That I Want. Oh, good pick. With its little jingling bells, and it's it's, it recently featured on the pod in the Just Friends episode, like talking about the weebies, talking about how in the midst of the excess, the 2000s also loved like little delicate guitar rock indie pop songs. Yes, and And bands that sounded like they had names like the Weepies, right? Like. That yes. is a that is such an aughts a mid aughts band name. Yeah. Oh my god. Death Cat oh for Cutie, the Weepies. Like, just give me something sad and make it cute. <laughs> yeah. Sad and make it cute. Yeah. And this song. This song is like happy, sad, and make it cute. Like I... th- this is a perfect non faith oriented, non denominational Christmas modern Christmas song. I love this song so much. Friend, that is a fucking. That is such an excellent number nine. And I will add about the Weepies. They yes. produced Mandy Moore, my favorite Mandy Moore album, Wild really? Hope, from 2007. Oh. She was a huge Weepies fan. And and they and they made that album together. And there is a song uh, that she wrote called All Good Things. And it appears on both her album and then the Weepies cover, which appears on the Weepies album. Uh, and since speaking of friend of the friend of the pod, Margot was a huge Weepies fan 
growing up and could probably sing this song like a fucking angel. So that's a fun, that's a, we should make her do that sometime. We absolutely will. And then that'll be on whatever I do for charity next year. Yeah. that <laughs> I was going to say, this is, this, this factors into your annual Christmas fundraising. Yeah. So I think this is, this is something we should keep an eye on that ball. All right. What is this set up for? I, for track 10 then. The crown, the star on this tree. The star on the tree. I have to say track number 10, uh, Christmas X, if you will. Is Christmas X is a 2009 song from an artist named Jay Brandon who is openly gay. The mm. song is called "Christmas Really Sucks," <laughs> and it is the you're most really you're really leaning into because set with worst. This was the worst Christmas. Christmas sucks. Christmas really sucks is the most beautiful song about heartbreak at Christmas that you will ever hear, and it is the, you can only put it at the end of an album. <laughs> it doesn't belong anywhere else. It would, would it ruin? Would you, it ruin everything that came after if you it, tried to do anything? It else? really would. You have to put it right at the end. And and let me. There there is a line about how he just wants to eat, but nothing's open. <laughs> I'm craving pancakes. So much my stomach aches, but there is nothing open. You're on the telephone. Sounds like you're not alone. It's and I love that he just whines about food places being closed, but he does it in a way that I'm like, God, I identify. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, and and it, basically, it's about getting a phone call from somebody you used to date on Christmas, and you're like, can I hear his boyfriend in there, his new boyfriend? And it's right. like, it is just heartbreaking. And uh, and Jay Brandon actually has multiple. Heart, uh, three different uh, sad Christmas songs, but okay. this is my favorite. And so I will say, Christmas Really Sucks by Jay Brannon. It is, it is other than River and Carol the Bells, <laughs> uh, my favorite Christmas song. Wow. Oh. Carol of the Bells is my favorite, like, classic Christmas song. Yeah, me too. Like, classic in the sense of, like, full choir. Carol the Bells. full choir. Carol the Bells is a substitute for Adderall for me. If I hear Carol the Bells, my brain starts to focus for some reason, and it's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get even, some things done." Even even if it's even if it's the Trans Siberian Orchestra version of Carol of the Bells, distracting, but I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the tr- the trance rock concert version oh of Carol of the Bells. <laughs> I told I told my boyfriend the other day that we're gonna get married to the I think it's Trans Siberian Orchestra's version of um oh fuck what is that love song. Uh, Christmas Canon. Oh, oh, yeah, and Christmas I said, but, Canon. But we've got to have somebody cover it because there are some dissonant notes in there that they got wrong and we're so lazy they left them in there. And it drives me crazy <laughs> every time. That would be a perfect song if they hadn't been fucking lazy and then That's sold millions so of records, weird. so who cares? Right? Do you have any, do you have a bonus track that you want to put on you Sam? You know what? We'll do we do, let's do, let's do a Sam Weinman bonus track. Okay, okay. Yeah. You know, I do. Okay, good. I, this is a... And because it's a bonus track, can go all willy-nilly. Okay. And it has to. Actually, you know what? No. I know what I'm doing. Christmas Time is Here by A Fine Frenzy. Now... A Fine Frenzy. Wow. A Fine Frenzy okay. who had one successful single in the aughts. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and she was very pretty and cool and had great hair. Uh-huh. She released an EP after that single called... Uh, Oh, Blue Christmas. And this EP was out of print 
for years and not even available to stream. But the reason I bring it up, even as a bonus track, is just because, friends, you are so lucky, it is now available to stream. It's from 2009, and this little EP has an incredible original song called Wish You Well. But what I am here to talk about is Christmas Time is Here, which is the Charlie Brown song, because that song, it's already sad as is, right? You hear Christmas Time is Here, and your heart yeah. turns, like, like the knife in your fucking heart turns a little bit and you're like oh i'm gonna bleed out right now but (laughs) when a fine frenzy sings christmas time is here you're you may not recover this may be the last song you ever hear you may not recover this is this may be your exit most beautiful version of this song that exists in 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 the in the history of space and time and by the way (laughs) I, i i think this musician went on to be in like game of thrones or something oh as an actor um, I was trying to Google and figure it out where she went, and I yeah, it's something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, highly recommend this little ditty <laughs> by a fine frenzy. Which, by the way, what a weepy's name. Yeah, yeah. What a what a weepy. What a name. what a real cute sad situation. What a it's a fine frenzy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just what a it's demure. Just twee, it's just twee enough. Uh, yes, just just enough. Friend, this is do I. You I, have a bonus track. I don't have a bonus track, but I just wanted to make sure that you d- you had a bonus track if you wanted one. Wait, okay, hold on. I had to Google it. She's not from Game of Thrones. She's in the Fantastic Beast films. Oh, what's her name? Allison Sudol. Oh, Sudol? I recognize her face. Yeah. So, um, for those of you out there who that means something to, go now. You have even more reason to go listen. I, does that then we, you know, I think it's, it's fascinating to think of like, cause last year we were obviously in the throes of a pandemic, we were. much like we are now, but it was like, it was the heat of lockdowns. Yep. Nobody was seeing anybody. You, you it, like you were ill around Christmas yeah, time. I was, I was sick with COVID at Christmas. Yeah. But it was a very upbeat mix. It had to be because I needed it. You and know that, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, and now, I feel like. Coming out of this last, coming out of this pandemic, and granted, yes, we have a variant. We are still going. We have had some things on our plates. I think it is time to process the things that we've been experiencing. And that is why, while I know everybody's push, like, it's like, okay, I saw all the Christmas releases that happened this year, and it's a bunch of happy music. And yet here I am going, you know what? I want to feel it, though. I need to to process some of this stuff. It has been a tough year. It's been a... (laughs) Friends, it has been a. It has been. You've a, had a hard year. Friends, you have had a hard year. <laughs> a hard and what year. you deserve is Christmas time is here. Yep. You deserve a good cry to Charlie Brown. You deserve. You deserve the. That weakness. was the worst Christmas ever. Yep. You deserve to hear winter song and know that you're not alone. Yeah. This is your year to feel. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna get through it together, and next yeah. year. I, I imagine next year it'll be a little more mixed, but for now, but just for now, just for now, just for now, just for now, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we are going to feel everything because we have hearts and that's what they were made for. That is right. And that, that I'll be looking out for that song next year on yeah, Sam. Yeah. Keep season. an eye out for, uh, we have hearts and, we have that's, hearts what and that's what they were for. made for by Sam. <laughs> I'm glad we, I'm glad we have 
ended up mapping out at least half your EP for I mean, next we, year. we truly know where we're going. And yeah. friends, if you want the EP from this year, all you have to do is donate to my AIDS Lifecycle Fundraiser. It funds yep. the San Francisco AIDS Foundation and the Los Angeles LGBT Center, two yep. very worthy causes who have not been able to get the funding that they needed the last two years because of the pandemic and the lack of AIDS Lifecycle rides. But this year we're coming strong and we any anything you donate, any amount, will get you the saddest Christmas EP. It just goes from sad to sadder. So... And Just, Sam, are you back on the bike this year? I am. Wow. So I have decided I am not going to roadie. Yeah, no, I Come am going to fully ride. Ra- he is raising money for a cause I that am is writing. great. And he is going to work his ass off. Literally. For the, for the organization, for I, the ride. So he's putting in the work. I'm riding he on a bicycle from San Francisco to Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> because wow. because this is that important to me. Yeah. And so he is doing all of the heavy lifting, all of the all of the hilly biking. All you have to do is a donation of any amount to help these help these things that really need your help and and listened to great Christmas music. So get on it quickly. And uh, for everybody out there who has not yet, or who has already, thank you. Because I really appreciate it. And all your tweets have been very sweet. So I just want to say Merry Otsmas to you. Merry Otsmas to you. And Merry Merry Otsmas to you all. And Merry Otsmas to you, Sam. Oh, Merry Otsmas to you, Jordan. You specifically. (laughs) 